This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis. The old Trailblazer riding out on old Dan at this time. The old Trailblazer's been here a many, many day with the, on the Radio Missions Radio. Coming from the First Baptist Church of Algiers, primarily in New Orleans. Until Katrina came along and washed us out. and uh, But the Lord blessed us. Able to sell all the property we had, what little property we had there. Some of it was wrecked and ruined by the storm. But we came here to Walker, Louisiana, where I was born and raised, and uh, found a piece of property that was very, very suitable and affordable. And we bought that piece of property right on Highway 190 here in Walker and uh, built a gracious bookstore and offices and a uh, workshop and a machine shop or uh, machines back there, the printing machine, I'm trying to say. And then right next door, built a beautiful chapel, seats about three, 400 people. And we have a gracious fellowship hall where we have uh, our uh, fellowship days, dinners and supper and so forth. But the Lord has blessed us so uh, more than we can ask or thank, my friend. Do you ever thank the Lord for what he's done for you? You have a nice home, nice family. Two or three children going to school, doing good. None of this uh, dope stuff in your family, my friend. Don't you? Aren't you proud of your family if they're not taken up with all of those things? I see the families wrecked and ruined. My heart goes out to them. I know individuals who are very close to me that have overdosed on those terrible narcotics. But, my friend, the Lord is overall. All of those things are in the Lord's hand, and I praise the Lord for it. But if I was you, I'd guard my children. Oh, guard them like a, like a hawk watches a chicken, my friend. I would. Now, we re, we're studying this uh, Christ in and the Holy Spirit. Christ and the Holy Spirit. And uh, let's get back. The very moment God saves a sinner. Let's look there. You ever look there, my friend? You ever see what happens? Oh, have you ever been around an individual whom the Lord just saved? I have. I've been there. I can't stop talking about the Lord. But oh, what a gracious time it is. Oh, I have lost loved ones. I would get anything I could... I could give anything in the world if the Lord would open their heart. I'm praying for them. I ask you to pray for them. We have a great, gracious prayer group here at the church. We meet every Saturday afternoon. We pray for you, and we pray for others. We pray for our country. We pray for our president, but we pray for our lost loved one, mostly, especially. Lord, help. You know what old Peter prayed? We don't have to have a long, old oh God, thou art all this and thou art that. You don't have to have that, my friend. Makes you sick. That's right. Makes you sick. One time years ago, we had uh, a gentleman was in the bookstore, and the little girl told him we was having a prayer meeting, so he came back and joined us, and we invited him to, and he was a charismatic. And we would go around the room praying, and when he got to him, he prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed, and finally the leader had to stop him. Say, sir, we, we, we're running out of time, sir, kindly. But my friend, it was nothing. Didn't mean to nothing. Didn't amount to nothing. He never, never, uh, uh, well, anyhow, let's get back to our study. <clears throat> the very moment God saves a sinner, the Holy Spirit comes in to dwell. Because John fourteen seventeen. now there's a scripture for you. John fourteen seventeen. 17. But ye know him, for he dwelleth with you. Speaking about the Holy Spirit now. But you know him, for he dwelleth with you 
and shall be in you. Then Peter said in his sermon at Jerusalem on the day of Pentecost, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. The Lord Jesus Christ is God's love gift to the sinner as his substitute, as his surety. The Holy Spirit is God's love gift to every believer. One who, one who, who lives with him, abides in him, and makes Christ real to him. In Romans 8.11, Romans 8.11 now, we find, <clears throat> But if the Spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies. Listen now. Quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit now let's go ahead let's uh, lost my train of thought there for just a second let's go ahead let me call your attention now to this great truth in every realm the natural or the spiritual the same cause listen the same cause with the same condition produces the same result why are we failing today why are our churches unable to cope with the world situation? Why is the church today unable to stem the tide of worldliness? Why? Why is it? First of all, you see old, old denominational churches now with just a handful in them. You know, who's, you know where the people are? They're in these charismatic, uh, where they have a fire-eating pastor with the Holy Spirit, they claim, with a, with a brass band up behind the preacher. My friend, let me tell you something. That's where our folks are going. They want to be somewhere where there's a feeling they can feel good. No, and most of our churches are dead, dead church. I wish you'd study that book of Revelation. You'd see where a lot of it is. The Lord told one group, he said, I know your works. You need a hot and a cold, and I'll spew you out of my mouth. Do you know if the Lord comes, he's gonna, a lot of folks are going to be spewed out of his mouth? That's that's no joke, my friend. Revelation is not a not a, a fairy tale. It's real. It's what's going to take place, my friend. But listen, listen. Let me call your attention to this fact. In every realm, we've read that. It, why is the church today unable to cope with the world situation? Why is the church today unable to stem the tide? First, first. Now listen. In the church, and then out of the church. It's because the church today has rejected the Holy Spirit as the world has rejected the Son of God. Christ said in John 14, 12, 14, 12, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me, the works that I shall do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go to my Father." Oh, my friend, don't you love those verses? The Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the Son of Man, surrendered himself unto the Holy Spirit, and everything was taught or wrought through him was done by the Holy Spirit. Then the believer only can, listen now, then the believer only can be like 
the surrendered Christ when he recognizes the indwelling Holy Spirit and yields or surrenders his entire life to him. Have you ever done that? Have you ever said, Lord, take my life and let it be consecrated, Lord, to thee? Have you ever done that? We have a song by that name. Oh, my friend, it's, it is, it is, let me just say, it is a gracious thing to know the Lord, to trust the Lord, to, to, to honor him in everything. Oh, my friend, listen, we have, I have a, a great friend in, up in Tennessee, and he and I are, are talk quite often. And I, I told him about the, 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 I had a pine tree in my yard, and I planted a wisteria bush. It's a climbing bush by that pine tree years ago. And that vine went all the way to the top of that tree, about 150 feet tall. And then I told him, I said, a sinner is saved sinner just like that vine. It's clinging, clinging to that pine tree. And later on, we'd call, he'd call me and say, Pastor, I'm still clinging. Still clinging, Brother Carson. The old trailblazer still clinging too, my friend. Oh, what I told him one day, the Lord, the lightning struck that tree and killed his, both of them, bush and the vine and the tree. Long gone, but we're still clinging, huh, Brother Carson? We are. And then the old trailblazer is just a plain old simpleton. I don't know anybody, <clears throat> know anything about a whole lot of things, but I know Christ died for me. You know Christ died for you? That's right. That's right. I had a man call me one day. I wrote me, and he said, uh, Trailblazer, Pastor Pendarvin, since you're the voice of truth, that's one of our ministries we have, Pastor Shelton's message called The Voice of Truth. He said, since you're the voice of truth, I want to ask you a question. And I could just kind of smell the sarcasm coming. And so I said, what is your question? He said, I want you to tell me who Cain's wife was. So I, I studied it for just a minute, and I, I knew what he was after. I said, Brother Cain's wife was his sister. They didn't have any other women on earth at that time. And uh, he he had gone on to tell me he had a Ph.D. pending, and he'd been all the D.D.s and the A.F.P.s and all that behind his name. And I said, Pastor, I don't, brother, I don't have a Ph.D. except a post hole digger. And I said, Cain's wife was his sister. And uh, I told him what my dad taught me, that a, that a fool could ask a question that a smart man couldn't answer, but I could answer his question. I could, my friend. You think about it. Cain's wife was his sister, and uh, Abel's wife was his sister. But anyhow, that's all in the Lord's hand. But I'm telling you, I'm happy to be here with you at this time. Most of you know I've had a little accident. I've been in kind of hospital a few days and been on in ca I had cabin fever. You ever had cabin fever? The old trailblazer and old Dan was out there in the barn uh, getting fatter than a hog. And I was in the house with cabin fever. So I'm glad I can be out of there now. I'm still walking on a walker a little bit. And I can't drive yet. But the Lord's already able and people haul me around. But I want to just ask you to help me with the broad. Let me just take a few minutes, a few seconds i got left. Help me with the broadcast. This is God's work. This is God's ministry. It's been it's been supplied. This we've been broadcasting for eighty years, and we own over a hundred radio stations, and we have great radio station calling us quite often said come come on my station trailblazer come on my station pastor pendarvin we'd be glad to have you on our station and i believe we get special special prices sometime and cause 
the radio work is very expensive. I had a lady call me not too long ago. She said, Pastor Pendarva, so you mean you have to pay for these radio stations that you're on? I said, yes, ma'am, we sure do. But we have gracious people all over America supplying the need. Some $100 a week and some $100 a year and some $10 a month. Oh, my friend, all of it is in the Lord's hand. We used to have a lady that sent us a stamp. And once a week, she'd send a stamp, postage stamp. She said, it's all I have. It's all I had, Pastor. And I had a man, I made a statement to dig up that old coffee can in the backyard under that old fig tree and send me $100. That's the way people used to hide their money back years ago when I was a kid. They put it in a carbide can. But anyhow, this lady called me and she said, Pastor, no, I'm saying I'm going astray there. This man wrote me, sent me a Folgers coffee can with twenty dollars in. He said, Pastor, that's all I had to spare. Twenty dollars. I said, Well, thank you, thank you. We get a, get old Dan some oats and some wheat. And uh, but I remember, oh Lord. The Lord gave me that grace of giving years and years ago, and I had this other lady, good friend of ours. She said, Pastor, I know I'm saved because I'm a cheerful giver. Are you a cheerful giver, my friend? Does it do your heart good to send me a check once in a while? Or all time, regular basis. But remember, this is the old trailblazer, Pastor Albert Pendarvin. And I'm here every day, Monday through Friday, at the same time. And if you would look us up on our website, radiomission.org, you'll find a world, a world of information there. Radiomission.org. But also remember my, my phone number, air code 225-664-8658. And ask them, the girl that answers for, she'll send you a catalog with a bookstore. And it'll be a gracious uh, gift to do you see what we have here in our bookstore. But until then, uh, pray for me. Would you do that? Pray for my family. Pray for my members here at church. Goodbye and God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis reminds you Radio Missions now offers six flash drives containing sermons, radio broadcasts, and historic music. These flash drives include sermons delivered by founding Pastor L.R. Shelton Sr., messages by Pastor Pendarvis, Freddie Murdoch, and Glenn Bond, plus over 300 songs sung by the Radio Missions Choir. For more information and to place your order, call the church office at 225-664-8658.